Welcome to the Epic Woman Podcast, where women who dare to dream big learn how to turn their epic dreams into reality. I'm your host, Heather Paduska, founder of the Wealthy Brand Academy, where I teach women entrepreneurs how to create authentic, polished, and profitable brands so they can make more money and make their own unique mark in the world. If you're a woman who's been looking for a community that celebrates feminine leadership and makes no apologies for living life in style, you are in the right place. Ladies, this is our time. Now let's make it epic. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Epic Woman. This is episode number four, how to use karma to create authentic success, and I am very, very excited about this episode. We're going to be diving into karma. What is it? What does it mean? How can you use it? The misconceptions that we all have about karma and how we can really use karma in the right way to point us in the right directions towards our dreams and goals in a way that feels really, really amazing during the process. So I'm really excited to have you here. I'm really excited to dive into this topic. Um, it's something that I've thought a lot about. And at the beginning, if you were here with me on the very first episode of The Epic Woman, I talked about the fact that I was going to be talking more on the podcast uh, about spirituality. And this is a little bit of a spirituality podcast today, but not 100% because I'm going to be talking about karma and and the um, uh, sister to karma in just a second. And those are just words. Those are just concepts that have a spiritual bent. But if you think about it in the way that we're going to be talking about it today, it doesn't have to be spiritual. It's not necessarily religious. It's just something that you can use to bring more ease and abundance and flow to your life. And what I always say about those things, these things that maybe are new to us, that sound mm, maybe a little bit out of our comfort zone, out of our knowledge base, maybe feel a little bit weird or woo-woo or whatever you want to say. The way that I approach those things is with the question of, will it hurt? Will it hurt me? Will it hurt anybody around me if I pursue this, indulge this, believe this? And will it help? Will it help me? Does it help me? Do If I test it, do I get the results that I like? So as you're listening to this today, you know, keep an open mind and you may already be on the the bandwagon of all of these things, spiritual, of woo-woo, whatever you want to say, and you're like, bring it on, bring it on, sister. <laughs> or you might be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about this. This is weird. And for those of you who are the second category of this is weird, believe me, I have been there many times. And again, I will just say, take what serves you and test it. See if it has the impact that that feels good to you. And if it doesn't, sayonara, you don't have to keep it. Uh, but I have found this particular way of thinking about things that we're going to talk about today about karma to be extremely helpful and extremely liberating, not only for life, but for business as well to really think about how how I and how we can have more flow, uh, more ease, more authenticity, more 
um, abundance come to us in a way that is meant for us in the way that it is meant solely for each person, for me and for you as you are. So I'm really, really excited to dive into this today. Before we jump in, I want to tell you about something that I'm really excited about that's coming down the pike very soon. I haven't announced the dates yet, but I will be announcing them on social media. You'll hear about it probably next week in the podcast, but I want to give you a heads up. I want you to start, um, you know, putting it in the back of your mind that this is coming up. Uh, If you are somebody who is trying to grow your brand, if you are trying to attract ideal clients, if you want to up your status in your industry to be seen as a valuable expert, if you want people to pay you high fees and not bat an eye because they see your awesome, awesome value, but you're not exactly sure how to do that. You're not exactly sure how to be the person, how to show up in the way that your value is is immediately obvious to the people that you want to be working with you. Maybe you're someone who you're so amazing at what you do. You're already expert at what you deliver, but you are not being seen that way quite yet. You want to step up your visibility, but not just to shout at the wind, to really step up as someone to be recognized, um, to be a standout leader in your industry, to get booked on podcasts, speaking gigs, and to have your name passed around as someone who can deliver really incredible results so that you can grow your community and have your brand work for you instead of you hustling all the time. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm going to be launching a free, F-R-E-E, totally free challenge very soon um, called Industry Famous. And I'm going to be teaching you just how to do that, how to show up in a way so that your value is immediately obvious so that people see you as the go-to expert so that you understand what you need to do to communicate your value in a really powerful and compelling way. So keep your eyes tuned. I'm going to be announcing the dates very soon. I would love, love, love to have you join me. We're going to have so much fun. Okay, so that was what's coming down the pike soon. Now to get back to karma. So we're going to be talking about karma, but the other thing that we're going to be talking about, which was kind of new to me, I read a book recently by Sahara Rose, and she was an expert on dharma, which is your purpose, finding your purpose. And in the book, she talked about karma, but she also talked about the sister to karma, which is Kriya. And I had not heard of Kriya before, so I was really fascinated by this, and I've done a little bit more reading about it. Um... But most of us think about karma as something that's bad, right? It's a, it's like you do something wrong, karma is going to catch up to you. You're going to, you know, you're going to get, your hand's going to get slapped in, or it might be something we think about in terms of reincarnation. If we've done something or a set of things or had many actions that have been negative, then in our next lifetime, we're going to come back with bad karma and it's a punishment. Um, and I, I, what, the way that I am starting to think about it more and punishment is, is not quite the way that I think about it. It's more of a consequence, right? It's more of, um, action and result, action and result. And when you think about that, it's, a, it's more instructive than punishing, right? And so we want to do things that give us positive results. So 
that's karma. It, and another explanation that I read of it, read about it is karma is also something that can slow us down or get in our way. Um, and the flip side, so karma is like that, that unpleasant negative consequence that we experience that we don't want when we, when we do something that is out of alignment, that is not driven by our highest self, then we have a consequence to that. Like, um, you know, if, if your kids don't do their homework, there's a consequence, there's a natural consequence to that. It's, um, they might not get a good grade, right? They, they might have to stay in from recess if they're younger. Uh, that's a natural consequence. It's, it's not necessarily a punishment. It's just what happens when you don't do the work. It's a consequence. So I like to think about karma in terms of action, consequence, action, consequence, as opposed to a punishment, because that punishment part brings in a lot of, especially in business, brings a lot of unhelpful self-talk and feelings. So that's, that's the karma part. Kriya is the opposite of that. Kriya is flow. Kriya is alignment. It's where you are floating down the river, um, you know, just floating down the stream. The current is taking, you are in the current of your life. You are in the current of your energy. Things are coming to you with ease. You are in alignment with things that feel good. You are in Kriya. So Kriya is being in flow, in alignment with where you want to go, with who you are. And karma is simply stepping out of that flow. Isn't that a much nicer way to think about karma as opposed to like some universal force that's coming with a sledgehammer to you know hit you on the head every time you make a mistake? It's getting out of flow with your highest self. So I like to think about this Kriya and karma um, as being in the bowling alley of life. You're in the bowling alley of life and you have your lane literally, right? You have your, your your candle pin bowling alley lane. You are lane number, whatever your favorite number is, number nine, number 15, whatever. And you're standing there and you have yourself and the ball is your life force energy. And you've got this life force and you're, th- you know, throwing it down the lane. You're moving the ball forward towards knocking down the pins and scoring and winning. And, um, I'm going to use candle pins for this. Well, maybe it's not just candle pins. I haven't been bowling in a while. But, you know, when your kids go or when I go (laughs) sometimes and they put the bumpers up, right? They raise the bumpers on the bowling alley so, so it doesn't always go in the ditch, right? It, the ball hits the bumper guard and then is propelled slightly back into the lane. And that's what I think of as karma, Right. It's you're, you're throwing your life force energy, your business ideas, your creativity into the lane where, where you are meant to be. It is your lane. It is your personal lane. And you are moving through life. You're moving your energy through life. And you're aiming for the goal. You're aiming for winning. You're aiming for success. But, you know, maybe, maybe you didn't sleep well the night before and you, you know, weren't as strong as you stepped up that time to the plate or you, you got distracted or your form wasn't perfect and the ball went to the side and it hit the bumper. 
The karma is there. The karma bumper is there, again, not to punish you, but to show you what you don't want. You don't want that thing. And your job, my job, is then to turn towards Kriya, to turn back towards the flow. It is not to get stuck in a mind loop and a self-punishment of why am I bad? What did I do wrong? Why can't I do this? It is not to keep you stuck there that nothing can ever go right. It's just this, you know, I'm doomed. This is my destiny. I have no control. It is to to point you back. And, and the best thing that we can do for ourselves when we come into those circumstances, and we all do, we all bump up against these things, is not to get stuck in the loop but to turn the mind, turn our attention, turn our focus and our energy back to what feels good, what our desire is, what feels in alignment with us. So I'll give you an example from my own journey, my own business, and I have lots of examples of these. But um, when you try something in your business or you're given a strategy or maybe you work with someone who has something really smart and in, insightful in terms of business to do and you try it and everything you do feels like you're pushing a rock up a hill. You know the strategy is correct. You know it works. You know it has worked for other people. But for you, every single thing feels hard. It's like, ah, oh, this just, I'm, I know I'm supposed to do this. I know I should do this. I know I'll get the results if I follow through. But this just, everything, like everything is a struggle. And I've definitely had those, definitely had those moments in my business where I was doing what I thought I should be doing, you know, checking all the boxes, looked good on paper, and I just was not getting any results. I was spending a ton of money. I was working so hard. I was doing the right things and it wasn't working. And you know what I did? I kept pushing. <laughs> I did the thing that I shouldn't have been doing. I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until finally, and maybe you've been there, burnout. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This stinks. I'm not having fun in my business. I'm spending all this money. I feel like a failure. Um, I'm not getting the results that I want. I, 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 there must be something wrong with me because I know this strategy is a good strategy. I've seen it work for other people. What's wrong, right? That is banging your head against karma instead of looking at it and saying, hey, I'm not wrong. There's nothing wrong with me. This isn't where I'm supposed to be right now. This isn't my path. This isn't part of my lane. Okay, what is part of my lane? What does feel good? So that's that's an example of, you know, in business, we can all bump up against those things. It can be as simple as what you're posting on social media. I have this, I have this, and I always check myself because I get down these mini rabbit holes of like, this should work. This is smart. This is information people need to know. I've seen other people post, you know, similar ways. And I know this is, this is correct. This is correct. This is something people need to know. And crickets, right? <laughs> it's crickets. Like I get one or two posts. And then when I'm in 
flow and I'm not really thinking about it too, too much. I I'm feel inspired. I feel excited or even silly. And I post something and I just, you know, just do it because I, I feel like doing it. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God. I, you know, I posted something the other day. I didn't think very much of it. I had just worked out. I, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a TikTok viral song. You know, they say use the, all the viral songs on TikTok. It wasn't even a viral song. It wasn't even, a, I don't think it was a, a song by anyone famous. It was just like an instrumental thing. Um, nothing special, really nothing special. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, composer, whoever wrote that. It was magnificent, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a viral thing that was strategic, right? It was just, you know, background music for a reel or something. And it got thousands of views. And I was like, wow, that felt good. It felt right doing it. And I wasn't pushing. It was just organic, right? It was just, I was flowing. And that's what Kriya is. Kriya is that flow. So how do you, how do you identify when you're in Kriya and how do you identify when you are in karma? So Kriya is of the body. It feels physically a certain way or more, maybe not a specific way. But it feels, it physically feels good. It feels, you know, I know people, uh, it feels juicy. Like it feels like, mm, like, yeah, this feels good. Like this feels really good. Or it might feel light in your body. You might feel a zing of some energy, some excitement. You have physical sensation. Or you might feel really just uh, calming. Like this is, oh my God, this feels so good. This is just right, right? If you have a physical feeling, and Kriya is of the soul. It's, it's born of passion and intuition. It's of your intuitive mind, which means that it's not necessarily strategic. And listen, I'm not, I'm not knocking strategy. Strategy is a good thing. But sometimes we get in our minds about our path and Kriya is about flow. So you want you don't want to sacrifice the kriya for strategy and you know you also don't want to sacrifice all strategy you you need some strategy right but i'm bringing it up because most of us are way 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 more in our heads than in our bodies and in our intuition because we've been sold a bill of goods and i'm going to talk about that in a second so that's kriya it, you you know when it feels good you know when your body has a pleasant experience, a pleasant sensation. You know when you have a knowing feeling, whether it's that gut feeling, whether it's an emotional baseline feeling of like, yeah, I feel good. This feels good. I don't feel stressed. I don't feel, you know, like hyper. I feel good, right? This feels good. Um, and the other thing about Kriya is sometimes it doesn't, makes sense. Like it, ju you just know, and you just take the next step. It's one step at a time. Kriya usually doesn't have the whole map in front of you. That's, that's your, that's your brain. Your brain is like, come on, where's the map? And Kriya is like, chill out. We're going down the river. We're, we're going to get there. Don't you worry. Karma. So when you're in karma, karma is of that egoic brain. It's of, um, uh, like, Intent. I'm as I'm saying this, I can feel my brow furrowing. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but karma is that um, 
very egoic thing in your brain of forcing, of trying, of stressing, of tension. And karma is almost always, always born of fear. When you screw up, when you truly do make a mistake, when you hurt someone's feelings, when you, you know, when you're out of alignment with your integrity, even if it's something small, it, those things are, are born of fear. If we are a hundred percent secure in knowing the universe is abundant, that we are loved and lovable, that we are worthy, that everyone is worthy, that there's more than enough to go around, that what is coming to us, that is meant for us, will come to us if we stay in alignment. That's those actions are not from karma. Karma is I have to do this. If I don't do this, my needs won't get met. This I'm I'm forcing. I'm pushing. I'm tense. Um, I'm impacting the world and maybe in not the most not the most positive way. That though that's karma. It's that trying, pushing, and we all have been there again. Like forcing something because you can't figure out what you're supposed to be doing because we haven't taken the time to allow our bodies to speak to us, to allow the intuition to speak to us, to allow just the universe to like say, hey, look over here. This, you're trying, you know, it makes me think about, um, it makes me think about Michael Jordan. You know, I think I've heard this story. This isn't my original story, but it's like if Michael Jordan was working so, 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 so hard to be an accountant and he was banging his head like, why can't I figure out these numbers? Why can't I figure out these numbers? And the universe is like, Michael, you're not supposed to be an accountant. You were supposed to be the the best basketball player that ever lived or of the time, right? Like no offense to other basketball players, but it's it's that that thing like the universe has this gorgeous, gorgeous possibility and we're like, our brain is trying to squeeze into one tiny sliver that's not even working for us because we're trying so, so hard. So those are the differences between Kriya and Karma. Kriya and Karma. Kriya feels good. It gives you more energy. When you're in Kriya, when you're in flow, you you have a good sensation in your body, but it also makes you more magnetic. When you are feeling good, when you are feeling in flow, listen, listen, listen. Everybody wants to feel that way. I want to feel that way. You want to feel that way. Your clients want to feel that way. My clients want to, we all want to feel that way. So when you are exuding that magnetism, when you are in flow and you're feeling good and things are happening, people are like, hey, what's going on? I want that. I want to be around that energy because we all want it. So the more you are in Kriya, the more magnetic you are to the things around you. And the more serendipity that you invite into your life. When you are in flow, things line up, just magically line up. I could tell you so many stories about when I stopped pushing and just decided that I was going to allow things to flow. Things came to me that I, 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 I couldn't even have imagined. And now that I've kind of gotten more into it, now I'm more intentional about like, well, what do I want to flow to me? And it starts flowing to me without that push energy. Doesn't, I found, that's, as I'm saying, that just found, sounds so, so yummy. Okay, Kriya. And when you're in karma, the opposite, right? You feel drained. You feel, I feel frustrated, that frustrated, like, why isn't this working? Why am I here again, 
again, again, again. It feels like push energy. It feels like chasing, like chasing, like chasing after clients, chasing after opportunities, um, chasing after love, chasing after money versus knowing, trusting, flowing, doing what feels good, being in alignment with your gifts and your talents. And here is the thing. Here is the thing. I, I also want to point out, Kriya is not fluffy. It's not just for people who do yoga. It's not just for me. It's not just for lucky people. It's not just for people who have wealth and have the indulgence to just sit around. Kriya is for everyone. Every single person has a path in life. Every single person has talents. Every single person becomes more magnetic, has more energy, feels better when they tune in, tune into their own lane, their own flow, that own their own life current. And it takes practice. It takes practice from deconditioning your brain to, to thinking that you have to force your life. But little by little by little, it's so rewarding and you, it starts to build on itself. And once you kind of get a taste of it, it's like you want more and more and more and more, more things open up as you do that. So I'm going to give you some specific, I hope you found this helpful. I am going to give you some um, specific, I have five tips to increase your chances of staying in Kriya and also using karma. The title of the podcast was about karma. Karma is your friend. Because karma shows you when you're not flowing. It's not a punishment. It's like, ooh, I didn't like that result. Ugh, I feel frustrated. Okay, wait a minute. That's not how I'm supposed to feel. I'm not supposed to feel frustrated. I'm supposed to feel in alignment. Or in, and again, we're not always in alignment. That's not human nature. So you want to use these as tools like, okay, this doesn't, this isn't giving the result that I want. And it doesn't mean that there's no effort in life. It doesn't mean that there's no trying or that there's no struggle along the way to where we're going. But there's an easy way and there's a hard way. And when you are in alignment, things can be challenging. They can take hard work. They can take effort. There may be obstacles along the way. But you you know when you're flowing towards what you want. And when you see those obstacles and when you have those moments of dinging up against struggle or karma, it's an opportunity to say, how can this be different? Where am I not flowing? Where am I not inviting ease and, and abundance into this moment? How can I shift it? So I'm going to give you five tips, five strategies to help you shift it quick more quickly. The first one is stop buying into the bullshit story that things have to be hard. That is not that is not true. They don't have to be hard. Life is not, you know, work 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 and then you die. It's it's not supposed to be hard all the time. If it's a constant struggle, that's not that's not the way it's meant to be. And you get to define how you want to see the world. Remember at the beginning of the podcast, I said, if this works for you, you test it out. If it makes your life better or easier, go for it. And if it doesn't, like if everything I'm saying is like you try it and you try going towards your intuition, if you try moving towards flow, if you try um, uh, moving away from things and turning your mind when you get frustrated and that doesn't work for you, 
cool. Like if you have a better thing worked out, go for it. But there's so much misinformation, so much negativity in the world, so much we've bought into about this, about what it is and how it's supposed to be. So the first thing is just drop that. It's, it's not the way it's supposed to be. It's not the way it has to be for anybody. So when you hear, like put your radar on, when you hear people around you, messages in the media, messages from family, friends, coworkers, anywhere about how life is supposed to be hard, how hard it is, um, put your radar on and make a different decision. So that's just stop listening to the BS. Okay. Number two, um, just remember that karma is consequences. So tune in, look at your life specifically, where are you getting results that don't feel good? And how can you start to curate some of those out for you? I will give you a very concrete example from right now. I have been trying for a while to give up coffee. It's not good for my system. It's not good for my singing voice. And the older I get, the more it affects me. Even if I have it in the morning, I find that I don't sleep as well at night. And I'm, I'm getting there. I, I'm getting to the point where I've had like, like four or five days without coffee. And then I'm like, oh, I can have just a cup. And then it messes with my system. So right now, actually... I'm pretty tired because I didn't sleep super well last night and it was because I had coffee yesterday. So I can say, okay, life is hard. I'm tired. Why am I always tired? I'm getting older. Or I can say, look, Heather, this is the consequence of not going with what you, what you know to be in your best interest. You need to shift this, turn towards what you want Keep your eye on the prize and release this coffee. So it's not a punishment. God didn't punish me because I'm tired. It's a consequence of having done something out of alignment with my highest and best good. So where in your life can you curate and say, where am I not getting the results that I want and how can I shift it? Okay, number three is ask yourself to stay in Kriya and how much better can this get? How good can this get? Because sometimes when we're rolling along and things feel good, it's like, oh, that was a fluke. Life isn't like that. It has ups and downs. You know, what goes up must come down. This was just a high point. Hey, it doesn't have to just be a high point. How much better can it get? You know, you know when the best time to, to make a sale is in your business? You know when the best time to like attract a new client is? Right after you've made a sale. If you've just attracted a gorgeous client who's happily paid your fees, you know when the best time to make a new sale is? Right away. <laughs> because you're in that you're in that energy of selling, of reward, of endorphins. You're you're really excited about what you're doing, the results you can deliver. And it's so you keep going, keep going. You don't like, oh, that was just a fluke. That was good, but now I'm now I'm going to go do something I hate to do in my business. No, you ride that wave and you make more of it. So how much better can this get? I just sang really, really well. How much better could it get tomorrow? Oh my gosh, I just did a really amazing Instagram reel. Ooh, how much better can it get? Like, what can I do next? Or, oh my God, I just had so much fun creating this um, 
whatever, this opt-in, ooh, how much better could it get? Or how much more fun could I have with my clients? Or how much more uh, money could I make? How much better can this get? You want to just keep, you want to keep doing that because you want to be looking for evidence of. When you put your radar on good things, your mind starts to look for those things. I'm sure you've heard this a million times. Like if I say, um, you know, I want to see red cars, red cars. And I say, oh, let's look for all the, all of a sudden you're going to see all the red cars because your brain is focused on that. So focus on the good things and ask yourself, how much better can this get? How good can this get? So that's number three. Um, Number four, this is a big one. And it's a big one for me. I I struggle with this. So I'm going to give this one to you. Really pay attention to the stories you're telling about yourself. Telling, wait, I said that wrong. Pay attention to the stories you're telling yourself about yourself. The meaning that you are giving to whatever happens in your life, right? When I bump up against karma, when I bump up against those bumpers on the the bowling alley of life, when I am struggling, when I, what story am I telling myself? One of my inner stories is, or one of the, I should say, um, negative self-talk, that little talk that comes up in my mind is, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Well, is that helpful? No, that is not that. I can tell you that is not helpful. That is a shame spiral (laughs) waiting to happen. So what serves me better is to say, there's nothing wrong with me. What do I want? How can I make this situation be more easeful? What do I need to do? I am capable. What is the bigger picture here? And often this happens for me around tech. You know, I set up a bunch of systems in my business last year, which I'm really grateful for. And there were some, there were some glitches. It's, you know, it's part of setting things up and tech is not my favorite thing to deal with. And I would see other people's systems and be like, oh my God, that's such a beautiful system. And I want that. To, I want that. And why can't I make that happen? And mine is so clunky and there's still these bugs in the system. And what's wrong with me? Why can't? No, <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with me. Where can I turn this to make to get back into Korea? Well, I hired someone to help me with that. I can also empower myself which I did to watch some training videos to be like, there's nothing wrong with me. This is not my strength. I can learn. I can turn it over to somebody else and I can pay attention to other things that are my zone of genius. So pay attention to the stories that you're telling to yourself about yourself. You're not a victim. There's nothing wrong with you. You are a beautiful, talented, divine creature that is meant to have abundance, joy, and love in your life. Okay, that was number four. Pay attention to these stories that you're telling yourself about yourself. And then the fifth one is really, really um, diving in. Just diving in and trusting one step at a time. Like I said, it's your brain, your ego, wants the map. They want to know, they, they want to know exactly what time you're leaving. Um, you know, what, what roads don't have potholes in them. Your brain wants to know that you're wearing your seatbelt. Your brain wants to know what time we're going to get there. Um, and exactly, exactly how you're going to get there. And when you're in Korea, you're, 
you're not mapping out the whole thing. Like you have an idea of what you want. You may have a specific destination in mind, but how you get there, if you can trust and let go and dive into the river and just trust that if you follow those breadcrumbs, if you let go of that need to control everything and the how of it exactly and that step-by-step like buckle your seatbelt all the listen buckle your seatbelt if you're car if you're in the car that's what I'm saying but that piece of it and trust that if you take one step forward in faith that the next step will come you don't need to know 20 steps ahead because you might have you might plan 20 steps ahead but life is life and it doesn't always pan out exactly the way we want but if we can stay in flow and trust that we are being guided by whatever you choose to believe, by the universe, by our subconscious mind, by our primal bodies, whatever it is, it makes things easier. So allow yourself to dive in and be with the current and trust that as you do that, each step along the way will be revealed to you. So there you go. Uh, Tune out the bullshit. Um, Stop seeing karma as a punishment, but more as consequences that that turn you back to flow. Uh, Number three is ask yourself, keep asking. I love this one so much. How much better can this get? This is amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. This is so exciting. And I can't wait for the next thing. How much better can this get? Stay in that mindset. Number four is really pay attention to the stories that you're telling yourself about yourself. Uh, Don't make yourself wrong or bad tune back into your Kriya. And number five, jump into the river and trust that you will be guided each step along the way if you stay in tune with where you where your heart is guiding you. Okay, man, I hope you found this helpful. I loved learning more about this. Uh, it released so much judgment. And um, the thing of we are meant for Kriya. We are not meant for karma. Life is not meant to be a struggle. We're so liberating. And if you can take ownership of that, it's like, oh my gosh, I can just turn away from these things, turn my mind, turn the focus and get back into flow. And it's meant for you. It's meant for me. It's meant for everyone. Okay. I hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear your comments. Um, please post them if wherever you listen on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you hear this. And um, let me know what you think. If you, what your experiences are with karma and Kriya. And if you, you know, if you try it out for a couple of weeks, if you test it and you're like, how, how could I have, you know, not known about this before or it didn't really work for me or, oh my God, I'm so glad that you shifted this for me. I would love to know all of those things. Okay. And also again, keep your eyes open from the challenge. If you are somebody who wants to be famous in your industry as an expert for um, your audience to see you as someone who delivers superior results, that your brand can work for you and you don't have to hustle and struggle so much, keep your eyes open for the challenge because 
because it's coming very soon. Okay, so grateful to be with you today. And as always, until next time, here's to hitting all your high notes. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate you being here and spending this time together. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we would so appreciate it if you subscribed and really appreciate it if you'd write a review for us on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really helps us to build our audience. And if you know anybody you think would like the show, if you've got a girlfriend that just you know needs to hear this message, please share it on out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you hang out. And be sure to tag me or any guest so we're sure to see your comments and we can respond. I love hearing from you. If you'd like to know more about me or how you can create a profitable brand, you can find my website at heatherpaduska.com or hit me up on social. I'm Heather Paduska everywhere you look. And remember, ladies, this is our time and this is the place. Until next time, here's to hitting all your high notes. Take care. Bye-bye.